This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. Wanted to talk about briefly. I guess this is kind of gossipy stuff, but it's the offseason. What else are we gonna do? Um, yeah. But you said you said uh you said Tim Kawakami Fox blocked you. Yeah. You Tim, Tim blocked me on Twitter. Yeah. What'd you do, man? What'd you What'd you say to him? Um, I I I dared to question a take that he had. That was like really? legitimately. Oh, that was okay. legitimately it. I I pushed back on a take that he had, and he immediately blocked me. So. That's interesting. Hey. I don't really interact with him. He's never been on the show or anything. I, I, yeah. I don't know him at all, but I've heard, I've heard he's a little prickly with, uh, <laughs> it was pretty, pretty quick to block from, but I block a lot of people though too. So I probably shouldn't talk, but I only block people yeah. if you're like disrespectful, if you're like disrespectful, if you're a dick, like I saw yeah. there was somebody who responded to something again, you know, I always talk about, I don't like Twitter and I'm talking about Twitter, but like who said something, I don't know about the show. Like we looked like we were in our basement. So we have hats yeah. on our sides. You're going to be negative. To sh- yeah, he shit on us for wearing hats. I was like, I don't, I like legitimately don't understand. We are bald. Where Brian and I are bald yeah. men. Damn it. Yeah. It's a hate crime for it bald people. Hate, that, exactly. <laughs> I should have reported it. I should have reported it to Twitter. I actually yeah. got that guy to block me. So that was oh, a that's win. Great. That was a that's win awesome. for me. <laughs> it's really, I had, I had one person tell me one time how much he hated me. And I was like, why why would you follow me if you hate me so much? He's right. like, I just want to see like the stupid shit you'll say next. I'm like, so you hate follow me? I'm like, I think that's right. awesome. And that's hundred percent what it is. It's a hate it's follow. Great. Yeah. So I'm sure it was some like, people do hate follow me. Who yeah. Knows? Yeah. Anyway. That's a lot of lot of mental energy, but hey, you do you. <laughs> All right. So kind of gossip with this Jimmy Garoppolo stuff. Could he have played in, in the NFC championship game? Could he not? Was there a rift with Kyle? Because Kyle was very short when they asked him if Jimmy was coming back. So what Kawakami said, I believe he was on KMBR, uh, he said, well, I checked around the team and discovered, yes, the relationship between Garoppolo and Shanahan Lynch seems to have gone a bit south in the days or weeks leading up to the NFC Championship game loss in Philadelphia. I don't know if there was a specific blow up or conversation that led to this. I don't know what the main issue was. And then he went on to say they could have used the, the rad, that roster spot for somebody else, maybe defensive tackle Hassan Ridgeway. But Shanahan and Lynch saved it for Garoppolo, who tried and couldn't get healthy enough to be Purdy's backup in the conference title game, and then Purdy got hurt. Again, I don't know that any of this directly led to Shanahan's abrupt answer about Garoppolo. And before that, Garoppolo bypassing the media during locker room cleanout day the last week. But I imagine this was part of the atmosphere around the two. Here's the initial thing that I think about this. I I always thought that there was this, like, 
notion around Garoppolo that was not based in reality whatsoever. And I've talked about it so much where you go back to 2000, was it 2021 now? I'm anymore. But when they look to move on from him that whole offseason, all offseason, they're trying to move on from Jimmy. And then they do draft Lance and, and Shanahan's on Sean McVay's podcast. Like, oh, I really wanted Stafford. And I was so pissed when I didn't get him. And your quarterbacks are sitting there. And um, they wanted Trey to play. And Trey gets hurt. He hurts his finger. He's not ready. They're kind of stuck with Jimmy. There's all that stuff at the end of the season with the surgery. And they try to trade him. And then they say, hey, just go over to this side of the field and leave us alone. Because we couldn't. And then, then, well, okay, why don't you come back and be our backup? Thinking they'll still be trying to trade him. And then Lance gets hurt. It's like, hey, buddy. What's going on? You want to come? So the notion that Garoppolo has like all this love and like this dollar, I love this team. They probably couldn't wait to get the hell out of there. That's the first thing. Um, yeah. And the second thing, I'm sure Shanahan's sick of his shit. He's hurt all the time. So Kyle's out here trying to win a Super Bowl. And this dude's been hurt, you know, every single season except 2019, pretty much at some point. But I don't think, I think if Garoppolo, there's a part of me that thinks if he could have been out there, he would have. Because didn't he have like a bonus of like a million dollars or something if he played in the NFC Championship in the Super Bowl? He had some kind of bonus tied into that. I know that but, there were, yeah, bonus structures. I just don't know specifically. I don't know exactly what it was. But the notion that there's not at least a little bit of tension there to me was always comical. Somebody tries to replace you. They, I don't think they treated Jimmy very well. But again, Kyle as a coach is sitting here saying I've had all these seasons that have ended prematurely. And we haven't been able to because he's been hurt. Um, and then the season... 2021 when he did play he was hurt at the end of the season and there was the drama with the surgery so I, if the two of them are sick of each other i think that's natural human nature whatever move on it is what it is he ain't quarterback anymore um i think anybody in that situation would be a little bit annoyed so i thought you know again it's something to talk about i thought it was a little bit you know when we read the book in 20 years maybe there'll be more information on it but um it's human nature man if both of them are a little sick of each other i would not be surprised when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, and, and I thought, I thought it was interesting, you know, and again, it's gotta be, it's gotta be the era we live in, right? It's gotta be the area of social media sports, right? The era of Twitter. Um, there, there are just people who are desperate to, to feel like their favorite player is being persecuted or is being oppressed or whatever you want to call it. And so, you know, there were people who took Kyle Shanahan's comments uh, I think it was Matt Mayoko in the in that that post season, whatever you want to call it, post mortem, if you will, uh, where Kyle just looked haggard as hell, and and John Lynch <laughs> didn't look much better. Um, they asked him flat out, "Do you see a scenario where Jimmy Garoppolo will be a part of this team?" And essentially, Kyle Shanahan said, "No, I don't see a scenario where he's going to be a part of the team." And and there were people that took that clip and were like, "I can't believe." how disrespectful Kyle was to Jimmy. And I was like, here's the question they asked him. Do you see a scenario where, where Jimmy Garoppolo is a part of this team? And here's the background to that question. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be a free agent. His contract is up after this season. Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy ish, right? He's going to be healthy by the time free agency 
uh, rolls around. So he will be able to try out for teams. He will be able to throw for teams, things that he was not able to do last season. Jimmy Garoppolo will have a market. I, I, I can guarantee that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have a market and that market is likely going to land him a deal in the range of probably 15 to $20 million a season. The 49ers do not have the cap flexibility to add Jimmy Garoppolo at 15 to $20 million a season. They also have two young quarterbacks that they are excited about. And by they, I mean, they're excited about Brock Purdy and they tolerate Trey Lance. That's what it seems like at this point, right? But at the very least, they know we've got two young quarterbacks between the two of them. They're making $10.3 million next season. Why would we bring Jimmy Garoppolo back? I do not see a scenario where we're bringing Jimmy Garoppolo back to comp to compete with these two guys who we think are QB one and QB two in whatever order that's to be determined. It, it seems like it's predetermined that as long as Purdy is healthy, it's going to be Purdy and, and with Lance backing him up. But, what I, I just, it was so weird to me. Like how, how is that disrespectful? And the other thing that we've got to remember is that Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy Garoppolo, they did this already last off season. They gave each other their flowers. Jimmy Garoppolo gave flowers to the 49ers fans and to reporters. Like he did it all already. He said it's goodbye. And then it just worked out that he came back, but that always felt like a begrudging, like I'm only doing this because I don't have anything else. Right. So Jimmy, I don't, I never felt like Jimmy Garoppolo was bought in for this season. And if I'm Jimmy Garoppolo and I'm cleared to play, but I'm not super comfortable. And the reality is, is I could hurt myself again. And now I go into free agency hurt again. Like mm. I'm not, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to put my future on the line for a team that hasn't wanted me for three seasons and i mean yeah i love my guys i love george kittle i love you know the guys in this locker room but again they're not going to be my teammates after this season why am i going to jeopardize my future and my earning potential to play in this one game right and i could get in this game but but regardless so i think both of it is just like it just all makes sense like, I don't think it's the sinister, like, you know, Kyle Shanahan hates Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo hates the 49ers. Maybe Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe they hate each other. They did a great job of covering it up. And and to be perfectly honest, they probably should hate each other. They each have their reason to hate the other one. So it just is what it is. But it's not disrespectful. It's not anything. It's business. This is football. This is what happens. Mm. So it is what it is. But it, it did. It, it did. I thought of this and I wanted to ask you this question because I don't know the answer and, and I don't, and, and obviously no one knows the answer, but it, it certainly seems like Brock Purdy again, no announcement has been made, but it certainly seems like they're operating as if he is going to get the repair and not Tommy John. And it seems like he is operating as well. So we're looking at that six month window, right? Mm -hmm. But that six month window is a six month window for a return to action, not a six month window to return to throwing, right? right? It's not like he has to wait six months and then he can start throwing. He has to wait three months and then he can start his throwing program after three months. And then by the time you ramp that up, then you get to that six month and you're ready to go. So with that in mind, what do you think 
Trey Lance needs to do or what do they need to see from Trey Lance for him to even or or for I'll say for him to even think about getting that QB1 designation this offseason. If Purdy's healthy, I I think Lance is considerably behind the eight ball for QB1. I I just again I think Purdy had proved things on the field that just are, are he's the QB one. I don't even think it's if this we're not if we're not talking about this injury. This isn't even a debate, right? I, I really feel that way. So Lance has to go out there and he has to just show show a, a different. He needs to show that he's more comfortable within the offense, throwing the ball. Kyle has to show that he's he trusts him to throw the ball more because he clearly didn't right. He, he ran a different totally different offense. He was just running a lot him a lot. So I think that's it. Yeah. I think he has to look comfortable in the pocket. I think he has to look comfortable throwing the ball. And he has to look comfortable running the offense, which Purdy did. And I said the offense has always looked clunky with Lance. So I, I, I just think it, it, it's it's going to be – I'm not saying he can't do it because Lance is incredibly talented. And Lance just – it's not sure. his fault. He just hasn't had the reps. And he hasn't played in years. Right. So I think it's going to be very difficult for him to do that. But as we've seen with the 49ers, it's rare that only one quarterback plays. So Lance is going to get a shot sure. at some point. I think, and, and he's just going to have to take advantage of that. Yeah, the thing that I kept thinking about was this idea of Trey Lance being the guy all offseason, right? All OTAs and into training camp. But by the time, if Purdy has his surgery soon, and I, I would assume he will, mm-hmm. he'll be ready by preseason. And to me, the only way that Lance can can win this job is to do so in game situations. And I don't yeah, know I that he's going to get that opportunity. You know what I mean? It's like our, our the 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 big bugaboo for for Lance is lack of game reps and what does he look like in the games? So I don't know if he's going to be able to show anything in OTAs or anything in camp for them to be like, oh, okay. Things are different. He things yeah. have clicked or whatever, and that's where I was like, I just it just feels like there isn't any opportunity for him to win QB one, and so it's almost just like to me, it's kind of Shadenfreud, right? It's like we're we're gonna talk this big game, but in reality, he has no chance as long as Purdy can can recover from this elbow injury, and 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 there's the big unknown, right? Obviously, it's a six month time frame, but everybody is different. Every body is different. And mm-hmm. perhaps he can't recover as quickly as, as we anticipate. But it just feels like, you know, for as much talk as, you know, Lance is going to have to win it in the offseason, it's like, what can he do? I don't think there's anything that he could do because it's not it's not the things in the off season that kept him from getting the job. It, it was right. or not kept him from getting the job, but it's it will keep him from getting the job is his lack of game reps. And you've seen what Purdy can do in the games and you have three games and a, and, and a drive of, of Lance starting. And like you said, it's been clunky. And, you know, if you look at just the games that he started and finished, he's one and two. If you look at the games that he started, they're two and two. And then you look at the games that Purdy started and finished and they're eight. No, like it it just, like you said, he seems, it, it really does seem like he's behind the eight ball. In the point scored thing, not not that I really wanted wanted to totally get into a a, yeah. a, a 
everything right now, but you just look at the point scored. We talked about what with Brock, where they're just putting up 30, 35 a game. Yeah. With Lance, they scored. And again, he is super green. So not, mm-hmm. it's not his fault. But you just, again, it's the proof. This is a ready to win now team. So if you have one quarterback who's putting up 35 a game, and you have another in his starts, he's put up 10, 23. And then, granted, I know it was the monsoon game in Chicago. I I, I understand all that, but but the offense looked clunky overall in that game too, and they put up ten in that game. So yeah. that's not a lot of points. Not a lot of points compared to what Purdy did. So it is. I think you're right, Brian. I think until we can see him in a game situation, it's going to be tough. All right, real quick before we get into some of this uh, free agency stuff, I just saw two stats that I just want to throw out there, there because I think it shows how good of a season George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk really had. So 40, the Q, 49ers QBs had a rating of 127.2 thrown to Kittle this year. That was the second highest rating Whoa. for any player with 40-plus targets. Only Jarek McKinnon was higher with 130.4. That's a terrific season. Um, yeah. Brandon Ayuk, we talk about that he, if he got more chances, what he could do. He had the fourth highest rating when targeted by QB with for players with at least 100 targets. His rating was when QBs had a rating of 115.9 throwing to him, he wow. had 115 targets. The only players who were better were Stefan Diggs, 154 targets, 120.3. Jalen Waddle, 117. His, the rating was 119.5. And Travis Kelsey, 152 targets. And the rating was 117.2. That is some pretty damn good company to be in and to be top four. Shows what a good year IU had. Shows the arrows pointing up. Shows he's very important to the Niners moving forward. Yeah, that's uh, and and uh, again, let's let's rumors on the timeline, whatever. Brandon Ayuk is going to be a 49er next season, and he'll probably be one the season after that, and then they will probably extend him. Brandon Ayuk isn't going anywhere. Not only that, but Brandon Ayuk was on uh, Brad Graham's uh, YouTube channel. Uh, Brad is the SF Niners, uh, and <clears throat> caused a bit of a stir in Philadelphia. Everybody in Philadelphia hates Brandon Ayuk because Ayuk said like basically. I, I mean, their defense is good on paper, but like we really felt confident that we could have beaten them if if our quarterback was was healthy. So, you know, and then Eagles fans have taken that and been like, he disrespected us, whatever. But he also said that he wanted to be a 49er for a long time. So um, and 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 that's the thing is you look at this offense, right? Everyone is coming back except for we've got two free agents, right? Mike McGlinchey and, and Jake Brendel everybody else is coming back. Brunskill is a free agent too. I know he didn't start. He uh, Bruns, Brunskill is, yeah, Brunskill is a free agent. Um, but I meant in, in terms of starters, and I guess technically he was kind of like a, a part-time yeah. starter, <laughs> if yeah. you will, with the, with the rotation with him and Burford. But um, yeah, and, and I just, I just, you look at what this offense did to end the season and you think to yourself, there's no reason why that cannot continue moving forward as long again as as Lance or Purdy can operate it at the level that Purdy was operating at, at the end of the season. So uh I'm not surprised to hear those numbers. It, it's it's surprising in in how high they were in terms of, of QB rating. Um but I mean you you watched you watched that season unfold and you're like man those two guys are probably the most important players in this in this offense outside of Christian McCaffrey. So yeah. Uh, awesome season from Ayuk. Awesome season from Kittle. Would love to see it kind of go back to back, right? Because Kittle, 
I mean, as long as Kittle stays healthy, and that's been the biggest issue, but there really haven't been seasons that he's stacked on top of each other, right, in terms of, like, incredible performance. He's always been good. He's always been solid. He's always been incredible in the run game. But his production in the passing game, you know, kind of ebbs and flows. So I would love to see it flow <laughs> uh, yeah. two seasons in a row, if you will. That would be that would be fantastic. And I think Ayuk is just only getting better. And that's that's the other thing that, you know, he's an ascending talent, which is what you love to see, especially since he's still on his rookie deal. And I think what people don't understand about Ayuk when they talk about the contract, there's people on the team now who there's outs and things coming coming up with contracts. Some people have outs that they mm -hmm. can get out of. I don't even know that George Kittle is going to be here in two years. Right. You know, he's getting old. I love him. Right. I hope he retires a Niner, but he's getting older. They may have to restructure something. You, know, you never know. You never know mm -hmm. with big salaries mm -hmm. like that, players who are approaching 30. So yeah. who, who knows? Who knows? Maybe Eric Armstead isn't there in two years. The, the, I think they'll find money because I think Ayuk is going to be to the point where they can't let him go. And they may have to make some yeah. tough choices. But, but yeah, I would be surprised if, if he goes elsewhere. But 